0: Hey, everybody. Happy New Year. Hope you guys had a great time. We're going to start the new year with a bang, of course. For me, we're going to start with three interesting topics, which is today's episode of NWA Power, the interesting things that happen now with AEW. They're going to have a stipulation that they put in for Wrestle Kingdom, and the weird ending that happened on WWE Raw this past Monday. So let's start with NWA Power. It's it started out with Tim Storm giving, like, some sort of a promo, where if it goes to recall about his career, where he used to be the NWA World Heavyweight Champion until he lost to Nick Aldis almost two years ago. And they jump in with the first match, Aaron Stevens versus Sal uh Renawa, Rina, uh, hope I pronounced it right, but this one was more of a submission exhibition match, um... Stevens, who claims that he is a third-degree black belt and a third-degree national champion, he decided to put this into a submission match. He dressed up in a... If you guys are fans of karate or you guys taking karate, dressed up in a gi. So, he was trying to put some submission moves on Sal, but he, he did. He won the match, but he did not let go of the submission. So, Trevor Murdoch shows up, try to break up the the submission. But... For uh, Aaron Stevens, he thought it believed it was a a disrespect that it wasn't his place to get in the way. But Trevor is an old classic, old fashioned uh, wrestler where he doesn't appreciate people like that trying to break a wrestler. So, Aaron Stevens, who's delusional, who's been going out saying that he and his sensei, uh, the question mark, are gonna get all the titles that he currently has the national. Uh, heavyweight Championship. He's gonna he's gonna have uh, what's his name? Question mark Try to obtain the the television title, and of course he wants the taxi titles and the world title. But he has his mentality thinking that Trevor's out to get his the national title. But Murdoch is already on a tournament for the, the television title. So, um, Stevens suggested that he will put in a match with them later on. But he wants his spot for the TV title to be put on the line. And of course, Trevor Murdoch doesn't back down from anything, so he g- gave him that stipulation. Sadly, he lost to that one. So they went in an interview with the Pope and Outlaw Inc., which consists of Homicide and uh, Eddie Kingston. And of course, Pope is really a fans of Outlaw outside Outs- 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 Inc., he looks at them, they're world champions. So I think, if you recall, he seems like he's interested in forming like his own version of the Four Horsemen, if you're a fan of that. So we are still got to wait and see what's going to go down to that. And then we had another interview with Eli Drake, where he started going through that whole conspiracy theory after what happened last week, where he was interrupted by Nick Aldis, you know, trying to go to the holiday cheer. He hasn't been booked for a match whatsoever, and he he's like going out saying things about Mr. Anderson, and here comes Cole Cabana trying to tell him that he's a good guy. I mean, if he was a good guy, he's like saying that all who's the bad guy and this and that. But of course, Eli Drake chose for a partner. He decides he wants to choose James Storm. I mean, it's not an obvious choice. So next week it'll be Eli Drake and James Storm te- uh, facing off against Cole Cabana and Mr. Anderson. So. But Anderson did show like, he still has some unfinished business with, with him. So that's what happened. And then they have a little semi with, uh, they like to call it, girl power, where two uh, female factions, they haven't made the names yet. The first faction was Melina, Thunder Rosa, and Marty Bell. Now, Marty Bell was giving her side of the story, how she felt that Allison K wasn't being a good friend to her because Allison K goes out running her mouth, saying she wasn't ready for uh, to get a title shot for her. But Melina doesn't agree with Allison K's ways, with how she, she interprets it, you know. So and then to jump in with the net with the other faction, Allison K, Ashley Vox, uh, the uh, Tasha Steels and ODB, uh, Allison K is still in disbelief that um, Marty Bell betrayed her. I mean, they were friends for almost ten, twelve years or so, and she just can't believe that she b- would betray her. I mean. Of course, there's always two sides in every story, so it ended up like that. And then jumping with the max between Tasha Steeles and Marty Bell. I mean, it was a good match. Uh, Melina was right there in uh, Marty Bell's side, as always, like being the mentor she should have, and that's what was going on. And sadly, Tasha Steele took the victory on this one. So, but Melina was not was not happy how it turned out. But of course, Marty Bell is learning from her because. She's playing out the mentor role. And then they had a little segment. Where they picked out for the next match. Regarding of the NWA Television Championship Tournament. So Kyle Davis. One of the backstage interviews. Along with Anastasia Fletcher. They picked the next match. They picked out the names. Z- uh, newcomer Ziki Dice. And Caleb Conley. Who currently has been the star of the show. Then they jump in with Nick Aldis. And Nick's. And Tim Storm for the main event. But this was also part of the NWA um, tournament for the television title. But Nick Aldis was not even dressed up. But they introduced a new faction here called Strictly Business. But of course, Nick Aldis was being a coward. He doesn't want to admit it. You know, he tried to get in a ring. So he, volu- he volunteered Roy's Isaac to take his spot. And of course... The victory goes to Tim Storm. So he's going on the hunt for this title now. But without Nick Aldis realizing, behind him is Rock and Roll Express. A team that Nick Aldis felt that he was disrespected because Nick has been telling everybody he should be in the same category as Ric Flair, as Harley Race, any other NWA champion legend that were there before his time. And that's how it ended. Uh, but I can't wait to see what's going to happen for next week. Because it's going to be awesome to watch. Now let's talk about this interesting thing. Is For all the AEW fans out there who are watching. As you all know, AEW from the start. They always wanted to work with, with New Japan Pro Wrestling. But of course, they have been talking with them or negotiating. Now a while ago, the unthinkable just happened. The Ace... Hiroshi Tanahashi just announced this in front of the Japanese New Japan world that he wants a title shot for the AEW title. Now, this was, like, the biggest shocker. He is stepping into the forbidden zone, which was unheard of. So, I'm, like, saying, wow, this is not a bad idea. And, of course, um... Tony Khan, the AEW president, said, "Let's do it. Let's, why not?" So they're giving permission to let this sanction match. But here's the deal: What's going to happen? As you all know, Tanahashi is set to face Jericho at Wrestle Kingdom in a special match. Now, the stipulation is this: If Tanahashi beats Jericho for for that uh, for this match, he will get an AEW title shot. Now it's still unclear when would that happen, but my money will say it c- can happen in Revolution because that's one of the four, one of the four of the pay-per-views of the quarterly they're going with. I'm truly excited to see how this go, but uh, could this be the sign of a uh, that maybe we'll get uh, what we wanted? The working relationship between AEW and New Japan. Well, you may never know. I'm. I'm kind of interesting because I am going to watch Wrestle Kingdom this Saturday. And if you guys think it's a good idea, leave a comment down below. Now, the last thing I want to talk about is the weird ending. And I have to say, this is a load of crap, in my opinion, what happened. The ending end of this past Raw was so messed up. They had the wedding between Lana and uh, Bobby Lashley. Now... The major bombshell that happened is. Liv Morgan shows up, saying that she was in love with Lana, and that it's kind of weird. And it went on with Rusev coming out, you know, beating the crap. But here's the thing that bothered me: as you all know, there is no denying that Sonya Deville is the only openly lesbian in WWE, and. For a while they've been trying to build a lesbian story in WWE but they decided you know to to cancel it. But this is one of those stories that I've been hearing about by people be, the, from behind stage that they were Vince and they were known to take ideas and give it to other people rather than the person who thought of the idea. Instead of that they gave it to Liv Morgan and a lot of fans were not too pleased about it. This is really messed up why would you give the role to Liv morgan i mean don't get me wrong i I, she's awesome but putting her in as a lesbian that doesn't go well for me i'm like i don't know where this idea come from this is why wwe's writers are full of shit in my opinion part of my language people because it's true they're full of shit because these guys are from hollywood What do they know? They misinterpret the whole story about the whole LG whatever, you know. I I keep forgetting. But why? Why of all people you gave a role to someone else who's not involved in that community? I mean, if you're going to have that community watching wrestling, you need someone who's authentic. And that person right now is Sonya Deville. They even did the same thing with Darren Young. If you all recall, he was open about, you know, that he's gay. But they decided not to let him play that role. They gave that to Finn Balor, which was ridiculous, you know. So this could be another thing about the demographic for WWE. If they're unable to have the the gay community on their side, then someone else will be on their side. It could be any promotion. It could be NWA. It could be AEW. It could be MLW. Impact. I don't care. But WWE are making bad interpretations on this. I don't know where they got decided to get off and use these ideas like that. To me, they need to stop doing that and make this for real. So that's all I got to say for that. I mean, it's really, really stupid. But I hope you guys are... Enjoy this talk. Um, I know it's very short because right now I'm about to leave for dinner. But the next episode will be the Wednesday Night War. Originally, I was going to put NW on this one, but nope. I decided, you know, I'm going to do this today just to get it out of the way. So for now, I must bid all of you adieu. So goodbye. Mwah, and have a nice night. Bang!